0: Hello and welcome back to the Growing Revolution. I'm Eric Olson with Smart Pot Fabric Planters. And this week, our guest is Charles Malky, who is an author, biologist, and founder of Ivy Organic based in Southern California. So without further ado, Charles, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Great to meet you uh, virtually. We've been uh, conversing a little bit online. So uh, jumping in to, I guess, a non-plant topic but I think is really important, and since you're uh, an expert or an authority, I read in your bio that you were originally planning on medical school, but ultimately ended up going to law school and becoming an attorney for a number of years. And I heard your expl- explanation for that on another recording and really loved it. So I was wondering if you could just briefly explain your thoughts on the legal field, because I think it's something everybody should hear and it applies to everyone.
1: Well, exactly. When it comes to the law, um, after I basically, from the age of five going forward, I was always like a pre-med, you know, just loving, again, predominantly plants. And most of my education was in the plant sciences. Um, But I was surrounded by, you know, my parents, especially my mom, who loved gardening. Um, My grandfather, every day that I visited him, he was always putting in at least an hour a day, if not more, um, into his garden. So, I mean, it was the plant sciences that drove me pre-med. And then from there, I was thinking maybe after finishing college with my biology degree of going into business school and um, in talking to some family and friends, um, it was talked into law and law. I was thinking it would still preserve my science degree. I could still work with a hospital. I could still um, do anything. Um, the law is needed in every field of everything that people do, um, from driving their cars, to going to work, to emails that they're writing, the things that they say. Um, and I basically was quickly convinced that law school was you know, the direction for me um, and ended up practicing for close to 10 years in um, real estate law, specifically foreclosures, starting in 2007 as the entire economy was collapsing um, and and quickly found myself, you know, leading a law firm in South Florida um, between Palm Beaches, uh, Broward County, Fort Lauderdale and Miami-Dade and, um, and ran that for about 10 years before running and coming, I shouldn't say running back home to Los Angeles, which is my home city. And and that was basically the birthplace of the Ivy Organic brand products that is, you know, supporting and sustaining our family and many families that work with our company.
0: Nice, nice. Um, so you moved back to SoCal to, to raise your uh, family and start Ivy Organic. Are you running this company on your own with your own capital funds? Do you have partners? Uh, and then can you get into, you know, your three-in-one plant guard product?
1: Absolutely. So the company started off with this product here, which is the Ivory Organic 3-in-1 Plant Guard that offers protection to all plants from damaging summer sunburn in the summer, in the coldest days of winter, from winter sun scald, as well as basically your plants from most insects and rodents. Um, And I'll get into how it does all this, but this is our patented formula that I um, licensed about 10 years ago now. And, um, and with it, it the community, the gardening community around the country and around the world um, helped launch Ivory Organics on social media, specifically YouTube, um, right, I would say, near the beginning, within the first few years, we quickly became America's leading garden product YouTube channel. We're now approaching close to 200,000 subscribers um, and about 21 million views, I think, today. Um, and we're on other... Pretty much all the other social media platforms as well from facebook instagram twitter recently threads TikTok, so forth and um but in regards to the products it's basically a merger of my pre-med background i spent three years in cardiothoracic surgery i published in national journals of medicine and with my legal background i feel like i finally found that happy place in my life it's something i wish i did 20 or 30 years ago but i didn't have the experience to really bring these two things together. In regards to family, um, yes, this is a company that the CEO is my wife. I work for her. Um, all the patents and licensing. You'll we find all do, right? We Happy wife, happy life. Um, and so, yeah, everything is for her. Um, and I am her employee, but I do carry the licenses um, and the patents and the trademarks and you know, And then all the communications when it comes with dealing with each of the states and at the federal level and international law and all of the different retailers that we supply to, it's all legal um, in regards to you know the, your communications with them. And I feel like that's the value I bring into the daily interactions of the business is that we're handling it as a law firm. Um, I don't really put it out there because most people don't like lawyers, myself included, Um in the sense that I'm not here to fight. It's just um, basically being really careful with your word choice. Um, and I feel like that's the education that's brought to me. And I feel like I'm more so a businessman um, in addition to a biologist. Cause again, I was born loving plants. I mean, my earliest memory is five years of age doing gardening with my mom season after season and just like developing and watching the growth and watching the successes from an early age and being surrounded. Like I mentioned earlier with my grandfather and other, you know, plant people were always the people I was most attracted to. These are the people I can talk to forever. And um, and Ivory Ganses has given me a platform where we now have a lot of friends and I know a lot of experts. And I get to quickly, just like you do, get to interview some of the best people and the best minds in the world. um, And basically bring this knowledge into my life and into my garden and into my community when I teach. So... Um, These are the value that I feel like, you know, it's finally happening, even though it's something I wish I did 20, 30 years ago, but it just wasn't there. Yet all these experiences had to happen first. And um, and this is what we love doing. Um, And aside from being a family owned business, um, we're based in North Hollywood where we have a factory and our employees work every day manufacturing, you know, all of the parts from our three in one plant guard to our ready to use sprays to our fertilizers that are blended. Um, all of that's happening in, in North Hollywood, and from there getting distributed to states across the country and around the world, including Australia, Arab Emirates, and so forth.
0: Well, And uh, what year was uh, the company started in? Um, 2015
1: was okay. our first year selling the ivory organic brand products.
0: Nice, nice um so uh what kind of difference will growers notice if they're applying the three-in-one plant guard product versus just letting their trees do whatever they do in the sun so
1: the three-in-one plant guard is based on a gardening concept known as white washing and i've taught in nurseries with employees with 20 30 40 plus years of experience And I throw out the word whitewashing, or have you ever seen painted trees? And I would say 90% of them will say I've never seen a painted tree or what the value of whitewashing can do on my plants. And it's really that one word, um, kind of like most people on this planet. And something I've learned pretty early on is that we all need to specialize in what we do um, with our lives. Whether you're a doctor, you don't want to be the, 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 the jack of all trades. Because um, you end up not being a specialist and what we did is we brought whitewashing to the forefront and on YouTube The first 200 of our now 400 and plus videos the first 200 were simply painting trees We painted avocado trees painted all, all you know an orange tree an olive tree roses You name the plant we painted it and that threw us in the first place of all the garden YouTube channels and um, garden product YouTube channels. I just want to clarify, with all the products you see at the big box stores and all of their YouTube channels, we're sitting in first place with the most subscribers, most views, um, and that's something we pride ourselves in as we work our way into more garden centers around the country and around the world. Um, but what we brought to the forefront is the gardening concept known as whitewashing. And then what we've done that's different from the practices that America has been using you know, in their commercial orchards and even backyard growers, for the last about 50 years is replacing the use of latex and tar-based products as the goal with the organic farmer and the goal with the backyard growers to grow the healthiest plants and to be putting latex and tar-based products on it or these are products that are designed to last 100 years or more and you're gonna paint your tree trunks um, and as the tree grows, it's gonna slough off or if you spray it on your plants, it's gonna contaminate your garden soil indefinitely. And when that soil you know, the rain leaches those compounds out it's contaminating the community it's contaminating your lakes rivers and ultimately the one ocean we share Um, so the goal is we came up with an all organic armory certified which is the highest national organic certification that commercial organic orchards can rely on in addition to backyard growers and then the value our products bring is by whitewashing your plant what it's doing is and again i'm just going to simply use the word painting it's going to protect your plants in summer from taking direct hit, direct beating from, in the summer, most places are dealing with 14 hours of hot daylight. And just like your skin, you will burn and most people don't think about that when it comes to their trees. And even if the bark, and you'll see a lot of trees will experience cracking on the sunny side, um, even to the point that the bark may even fall off and the trees really only thriving off the shady side. Here in the Northern hemisphere, that's the northeast side of the plant, will typically remain unharmed, but it's the sunny southwest side of the plant. Again, here in the northern hemisphere, it's the opposite in the southern hemisphere, such as Australia. Um, But the point is the tree is burning and experiencing 1st second, third degree sunburns just like people do. And if you whitewash it and basically help the plants curb these weather extremes, the plants will grow better, they'll flower better, they'll fruit better. They're gonna be a lot happier that they're not putting their resources towards repairing skin damage, or in the plant's case, their bark damage, and you're basically protecting them using the ivory organics, again, an all-organic, basically, formulation that, as it, again, is going to slough off the plant, find its way in your garden soil in a much healthier way that's not going to contaminate your organic experience in your backyard, growing the healthiest plants.
0: Yeah, honestly, before I kind of came across uh, your products, like I had seen painted trees in orchards in like Central California, but yeah, just never even thought like, oh, all those heavy metals are are in those uh, paint products. And uh, yeah, where is that ultimately going? So um, so I saw that uh, you've got the three-in-one plant guard uh, in the can, but you've also got a, a ready-to-use spray bottle. What's the difference between those two products if any? Correct. So here's the can. The can is basically a
1: concentrate that I mean you can fill it up and have a can of paint that you'll use as a brush on in those directions on the back side, And you can read more about it if you go to Ivyorganics.com There's PDFs of all these labels. You can um, read them and understand the product better. But this can makes about 22 to 25 of these spray bottles, which is the ready to use spray, up to five gallons of um, basically total plant protection. With the spray, you can now spray your newly planted trees, your tomatoes, your peppers, your squash, your roses, anything, and basically whitewash the entire plant structure, basically lightening it some. It's still gonna look as if you've done nothing from a couple of feet away. Um, But if you look at closer examination, there is ingredients that you're going to see on there that are going to look like as if you have basically sprayed it with milk, let's say, Um, and like a watery milk. And what it's basically doing is it's reflecting some of the excess heat off the plant. By reflecting some of the light and and removing some of the heat, the plant is again going to um, perform a lot better. And I mentioned when you're transplanting, it's going to reduce transplant shock. Um, and just in general, when it comes to weather extremes, such as really tender plants, such as your avocados and citrus and mangoes and so forth, um, by spraying those new growth tips, even bananas, you're gonna help it basically reduce the sunburn damage during the hotter days. And then for um, another quick educational point, when it comes to whitewashing, this is something I teach when I enter nurseries or you know other garden centers, um, it's worth mentioning that, and you can Google this as well. The number one time for whitewashing trees is actually in the fall. And this is um, just generally for United States growers, as the number one reason that most commercial orchards whitewash their trees is to curb the weather extremes in the winter um, and to protect the plants from freeze. And that damage that cause you know that can result to the plants that would affect the spring bloom and ultimately fruit sets. So though the most popular time among commercial orchards for whitewashing trees is fall. Whereas for our company, most of the people are just thinking right here, right now, and they're looking for the summer protection um, by whitewashing their plants, usually in the spring, early summer, because the hottest days are actually going to be happening when people are watching this, which is August and September are predominantly, even though it's been really hot so far these last couple of weeks across the United States, but the hottest days are usually still yet to come and so if you haven't white your trees this is still a great time to organically protect your plants
0: nice now uh of your customer base is it mostly um you know residential end users or do you also have commercial accounts with with commercial orchards
1: um great question and the answer is both we um do cater to those organic commercial orchards as well as backyard growers um in regards to the commercial application the goal is again we're helping them basically as they're banned commercial orchards, organic commercial orchards from using latex and tar based products on their trees. Again, for that very same reason that our products were created, not even thinking about the commercial actually grower. We were originally designed for the backyard grower. Obviously we're always receptive to helping all growers. Um, And and, and we found our ways into um, walnut orchards, avocado orchards, um, and you name it, we're we're there supporting their organic efforts and basically helping grow the healthiest plants.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, So Charles, you've got a couple of all-purpose organic fertilizer products, which you were kind enough to send me a sample of, and I I loved the ingredients, I loved the ease of use, and my uh, plants have done extremely well. Uh, this summer. Can you explain your thought process and on how you put together uh, those products?
1: Um, thanks for mentioning the fertilizers. Uh, the, after we've come up with the Ivory Organic 3-in-1 Plant Guard, and just to let you know, um, again, before I talk about the fertilizers, the Ivory Organic 3-in-1 Plant Guard offers that protection again from damaging sunburn, insects, and rodents. One of the key ways the 3-in-1 Plant Guard works is it's got seven natural oils that most insects and most pests you know including rodents are repelled by which include castor cinnamon clove garlic peppermint rosemary and spearmint castor and the mints basically are rodent repellents all the other ones are including the mints are also insect repellents as well so when a pest whether it be an aphid or a beetle or um, mites or grasshoppers smell these scents on your plants they're basically repelled naturally by these seven oils, assuming that it's that plant, um, and basically tricking it to leave those plants that are protected with these products. And, and that's the value that the 3 one Plant Guard has. There's also a whitewash formula as well, which is our blue cans, which are oil-free. Some people don't have a pest problem, but they still need the whitewash protection in an all-organic way. And so those exist. And then from there, people wanted the ready-to-use sprays, so that came about.
0: And, and how often should I, I forgot to ask how often should people apply this product so for the protection
1: from weather extremes one application per year should be sufficient if you're dealing with a pest problem um you probably again since there was oils and one of the concepts with the oils in the product is that the product base is encapsulating the oils giving the oils a longer life on your plants if you simply do a horticultural spray using oils they typically dissipate, um, dissipate quite quickly. And by encapsulating those oils as they're being brushed onto the plant, you're basically creating layers of oils and offering longer protection. Um, but the application, if it's a pest issue, should be closer to about maybe two to three months um, between reapplying. Um, and so that, that answers you know those applications. And then coming back now to the fertilizer, Um, We worked with two of the biggest distributors of gardening products in the country prior to 2019, and I basically pitched the idea that we're going to bring fertilizer to the market, not letting them know what we were doing different from all the products that were already existing out there. And I still remember one of the distributors saying, it's a dog-eat-dog world when it comes to fertilizer, as there is at least a 100, if not a 1,000 fertilizer brands in the country right now. And I'm like, we need to enter, like in my mind, I'm like, we've got to enter this market because a lot of the education, I would say, up in the 90s, if not 98% of the education out there the gardeners are watching right now, simply say that plants have three macronutrients. And and even the farmers and even the nursery goers and you know, like all of these experts are saying plants have three macronutrients, and you can Google it and what are the plant macronutrients? And Google will never tell you that it's three. It's always six. And I'm like, there needs to be a product out there that makes it very clear to gardeners that there's an organic alternative with all six plant macronutrients so that you can apply it and not have to buy multiple fertilizers in order to give your plants everything they need. And that's when we came up with the Ivor Organics all-purpose fertilizers that give your plants all six plant macronutrients and not just the NPK with our super blend. We also took it a step further and partnered with azomite, which a lot of more experienced growers understand the value of azomite, which is simply crushed volcanic rock. And that basically, you know, imagine the plants that are, you know, thriving in Hawaii, for example, living on a volcano, a lot of those micronutrients offer a lot of health to plants too. And by having the azomite in our product as well, we're offering the plants all six plant macronutrients in addition to a lot of the micronutrients as well. The um, six plant macronutrients, since I mentioned it, let me just quickly share with you. So we've got the NPK for, and this is on your periodic table. You'll see N stands for nitrogen, helps with the greening and um, growing of your plants. Phosphorus is um, you know element P is going to help your plants with the flowering and the fruiting. And then you got potassium element K on the periodic table, and that helps with disease resistance and root development of your plants. And then the next three macronutrients, and again, the definition of macronutrients are elements that should be in abundance in the soil, include calcium. It's in the cell walls of all plants. So if you can imagine you're lacking calcium in the soil, plants are still not gonna grow as well. The next one is sulfur, important in a lot of the metabolic processes of the plant. In addition to um, the greening of the plant. So, sulfur is another macronutrient. And the last one is magnesium. And magnesium is the heart of the chlorophyll molecule. So, these are the, the elements the plants need in abundance. And Ivory Organics came with an all organic, army certified, again, the highest national organic certification products for, again, commercial organic orchards as well as backyard growers that want to grow the healthiest plants. Ivory Organics has come up with an organic fertilizer that'll basically accomplish your goals in a single product and so we've got the super blend and the premium blend the super blend is the yellow one with azomite and then there's the blue premium blend fertilizer which just has the lower npk still offers your plants all six plant macronutrients but does not include the azomite
0: yeah and for anybody who's like you know on synthetics and they're used to like a 10 10 10 you know, most of that 10, 10, 10 ends up getting, you know, washed out and and leached out through the soil and your plants don't even use it. So really a a lower NPK organic fertilizer, I think is what, you know, most growers should be
1: using. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Um, So uh, I saw a video of your lemon trees and was just blown away by how short you kept them, uh, but also how productive they were. How old are those lemon trees? And do you have any tips for pruning of citrus or trees in general?
1: Um, I'm glad you mentioned lemons. The reason lemons entered my backyard, and just to let you know, the about 25 fruit trees I have in my backyard, about five to seven of them are lemons in ground um that i maintain at a height of about five to seven feet and these are semi dwarf um, lemons if unpruned can easily reach heights of about 15 feet Um, but the cool thing with trees when it comes to um growing tips is you can prune your fruit trees Mm -hmm. even if they're standard you can probably get it down to about i mean one of my um lemon trees is on standard rootstock and I intentionally did that um, just because I know that it has a more compact growth habit and I wanted that vigorous growth and I knew I can keep it in check. And I kept on my lemons at about six feet, five and a half feet, top seven. And this is on standard rootstock. And this is by you know selective pruning throughout the year. Um, and then the major pruning is after harvesting those lemons, typically between December and February, I'll then do the major pruning of branches that might be over two years old. But anything under two years, you can selectively prune throughout the year with minimal harm to your plant. Um, In regards to lemons, the reason they have such a huge footprint on my property is we use lemons a lot. We go through at least one to three lemons a day. We do not have salad dressing in our refrigerator for the last like at least 10 years. And we basically make our salad dressings using lemons. And if you research this as well, one of the healthiest anti-cancer foods that you could be consuming are lemons. And so the fact that we're integrating something that's virtually available, especially in our climate here in Southern California, you're in Florida as well throughout basically most of the South United States, you can enjoy citrus virtually year round, um, planting your citrus in your backyard. And we've also got a helpful link on the Ivory Organics YouTube channel, um, with growers that have published articles um, that we've, again, published on our channel where you can grow citrus in most trees in any climate um, by simply growing them in container, which we'll be talking about later. Um, but by growing things in container, you can bring them in during the harshest climates, coldest you know, days of winter and still bring it out during the other you know, seven, eight, nine months of the year and still enjoy fresh citrus or, again, any other plants you want to enjoy Um, by growing them in containers. So container gardening is a way to really enjoy even the things we're enjoying in warmer climates in any growing zone.
0: Yeah, 100%. Now, uh, you had mentioned that lemons have uh, uh, anti-carcinogen properties. Is that the vitamin C or is that something else in there?
1: It's more than just vitamin C. I don't have my research in front of me right now, but I just remember one of the things I read is something that it's like a negative ion fruit. Um, is something that you'll see in your research. And of all of the fruits out there, it's like the only one that basically basically kills free radicals in a way that's completely different than most other fruits, whether they be blueberries, which are also high in antioxidants. Um, But lemons just have something that a lot of researchers say are a lot different anti-cancer properties than the other anti-cancer foods that we hear about that are high in antioxidant properties, which lemons are usually not associated with. I just remember, again, it was, an, it was basically defined as a negative ion fruit and that somehow that value makes it you know, anti-cancer. In addition, obviously, we know vitamin C is very healthy for you too. Um, and then the greatest value, obviously, of just growing food in general. Um, for us, we love lemons. My kids love fresh squeezed lemonade too, which we do almost every night. Um, but just the value of growing your own food is priceless. Um, the stuff you're getting at the grocery store, even though they're you know covered in wax or whatever they've done to them to preserve them, most fruits have been picked at least a week ago. Some of them could be from a month ago. Some of them, I've heard even kiwis can remain in storage for up to six months. Um, and consider the fact that once the fruit is picked, it's dying, and so you're basically losing all the nutritional value and all the health benefits that food can give you. And this is actually the drive that was basically taking me towards that pre-med path is the value that plants can have to our health. And the, it's just, I feel like I'm on exactly the same path as when I was a child, which is growing your own food, enjoying the best flavors and giving me and now my family, the best health and, and then educating my neighbors and ju- educating my community. And the Ivory Organics you know, YouTube platform and other social media platforms allow us to just educate and, and teach and, and help more people faster, which. I feel like I am still practicing medicine, even though I'm not a doctor.
0: Well, plants and people have a lot of similarities that that I've learned over the years. And actually, um, kind of a question popped into my mind as you were just talking. Um, Are you familiar with the Appeal product that's being uh, kind of launched into our food production systems where they're spraying this product on uh, fruits and vegetables to increase the shelf life of it?
1: So I'm not familiar with that particular brand, but I know my wife is born and raised in Sweden and I've learned about European agriculture. And I know that a lot of the products that farmers are using in America are banned in Europe and most of the rest of the world. And it's, um, it really makes you question what are we eating? And um, and another one that you know anybody, especially new growers or people that aren't familiar with health, you can research um, keywords, the dirty dozen, um, and quickly see like apples, for example, on average have about twelve pesticides on them or maybe even in them, and that you shouldn't be you know consuming non-organic apples. Who would have thought that you could be eating something that's supposed to be good for you and making yourself sick? And um, and it's kind of sickening thinking that. Our food out there is not good for us and um, and that America is allowing this. And um, and we all got to be taking steps to one, either grow our own food, which is you're going to get the best and you're going to know what's going into it. Um, and the next one is obviously getting to know your local farmers, you know, lo- local food supply, um, shopping your farmer's market, getting to know your growers. And it's possible um, for most of us, even in living in large cities, to know where your food's coming from. And that'll add value and health and longevity and all of these good things that we all want in our life. And, um, but if you want to mention a little bit more about appeal, I'd love to hear more about it.
0: Well, I honestly, I, I was hoping you knew a little bit more than than I do, but I, I just kind of know a base level of the product and that it's being rolled out uh, with avocados currently, and I believe limes. Uh, But the goal is to have it be sprayed on basically all agricultural products. And from what I've seen, the breakdown of the fruit or vegetable, you know, through the natural process of, of, you know, degradation doesn't happen. So they claim that, you know, this spray is made from all natural products, uh, of which I can't recall what it is right now, but just in my mind, if something isn't Breaking down outside of our bodies, how is it going to break down inside of our bodies? So I, I just I'm skeptical of of new technology unless it's been you know thoroughly tested and vetted uh, for long term uh, effects. So um, maybe this is a conversation we'll we'll pick up down the road uh, hopefully. So kind of a, a good segue. We're you know we're talking about keeping people healthy. You're an author as well, and I was wondering if you could talk about your book and how do you think we can save the world through gardening?
1: Yeah, so that's the title of the book here. It's um, Saving the World with the Home Garden, and it goes back to the, just in general, the principles that there's so many growers out there that are picking up the wrong products, like a peel, for example, which is a synthetic product that offers longevity you know, storage life and all that other stuff, but it's not organic. And if it's entering our digestive system, we're potentially affecting our health too. And there may be, obviously, there's got to be research and studies and so forth you know, supporting the fact that the FDA is going to allow these products a circulation, but it doesn't necessarily make it healthier or good for you. Um, and some of the long-term effects, we won't know. Um, and again, it's only one product. And it goes back to the fact that you know for example with the apple and the dirty dozen of, of fruits and vegetables th- to be mindful of when consuming non organic you know fruits and vegetables is what's the compound effect when you're putting in all of these different products that your body is again these are all foreign man made products that your your body's going to have to like do something with and and every year there's another interesting thing happening is the You know, diseases, there's new diseases that are being um, discovered and and, and new diseases that never existed before. And in part, it's because we're introducing all of these foreign things into our systems as well, which are creating also the the disease. Um, Saving the world with the home garden, the goal is to basically be bringing in the best. The goal is with your home garden is you have a chance now to grow things that are better than whole foods better than your organic market because you picked it fresh you picked it that day as one of i saw in one of your interviews you're picking living fruit it was it's still like growing in your hand as you're eating it whereas the stuff in your market's been dying again for days weeks or months and so you're bringing the healthiest nutrition the best value you're growing it um or at least source it from hopefully your local farmer and what the book does is it basically summarizes i've now got close to 400 plus videos on the Organics YouTube channel. A lot of the lessons I've noticed are becoming, and I told you the first 200 are simply painting trees, um, but all of them have additional gardening facts in them aside from just painting trees. But the goal is that a lot of these lessons start overlapping. There's only so much you can possibly do or say. And some of the um, themes, I'm just gonna quickly just read the highlights of these nine chapters. Um, is one touching on natives, the value of native plants in your backyard. Um, I can delve deeper if you want to hear more about it now. Um, pests, every organic garden must have some pests in their garden, um, feeding your plants and they'll feed you, um, feeding your soil and not your plants. Um, the next chapter is compost and mulch. Um, the perfect soil is 95 to 99% native. A lot of people think that they got to keep introducing more soil product. Um, and have answers to that. Pruning your trees year-round, how to make free quality plants by way of seeds, cuttings, air layering, and grafting. So I delve into all these different means of you know, creating more plants. And then the last chapter is on ivory organic brand products, where I kind of give a little bit more into the history and, and details and value that the ivory organic brand products can offer any home gardener.
0: Nice. So it sounds like a, a nice, concise, you know, uh, action packed, uh, uh, you know, book that it, some people get overwhelmed by, you know, books, but it's like, you, you really only need a few key points from any book to really, uh, take away that, that knowledge. So, uh, it sounds like you're hitting a lot of the main topics that people should be aware of. So, um, Transitioning into your YouTube success that you'd uh, mentioned, and and I love how you talk about yourself as being a teacher, um, because I think that goes a lot towards karma. The more we teach people, the more we're able to learn at the same time. And um, who have you leaned on as like a mentor or teacher in the past or present uh, to look for either information Or inspiration for your videos.
1: I'm relying on you. Uh, When it comes to um, inspiration, I would say I just got to start off with mom. My mom is the green thumb um, in the family that I grew up with. My grandfather, who um, you know lived a long, healthy life, who was gardening until the last 24 hours of his life, and he made it to the age of 92. Um, And you know, when it comes to inspiration, I like to feel like I'm, I'm piggybacking on the experiences of my family and my upbringing. And then it goes back to the university. I graduated from the University of California, Irvine. Most of my courses in the botany, the, before there was horticultural degrees and farming degrees, um, I, I basically had to select courses. Whenever I saw plants, I always took it. Um, and because, again, I knew the value that plants had in medicine since I was still a pre-med um, mindset at that time. And, and then from there, if you take a look at the Ivory Organics YouTube channel, I would say one of the most influential people I met was Tom Spellman, Dave Wilson Nursery. I got to meet with Floyd Zeger, who is um, the leading pioneer, if you've ever heard of pluots or pluaries or apricots, picotums, all of these fruits that for 40 years he's been basically hybridizing. This is in an organic way, just like you know a pink flower and a, or let's say a, a red flower and a white flower might hybridize by way of
0: B. Yeah, selective Um, breeding versus GMO.
1: Correct. So it's just simply taking, like, the pollen from a cherry tree and introducing it to a peach tree, and all of a sudden you've got a hybrid peach cherry. Um, And one of my favorite fruit trees I'm growing in the backyard, aside from lemons, is this sweet tree pluary. So you got these plums about the size of a cherry, um, and the flavor is, like, through the roof. It's an amazing, like, hybrid cherry plum. um, Wow. Me and my family love, and... um, and this is something you know invented by Zager Genetics, and then there's people all around it. There's someone like the Busy Gardener, who he's the one that introduced me to Tom Spellman. Tom Spellman took me to Floyd Zager, and um, I mean, there's I would say close to at least fifty. I don't want to say a hundred of people within this you know this network. I, I, I don't know if you want me to list more 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 influencers, but. But you're one of them now, too. Like the fact that we're here together today, um, you know, we count on you and we're going to support you just as you've supported us by by putting us um, here on the Growing Revolution podcast.
0: Really appreciate that. And kind of the the goal of doing these podcasts was to uh, preserve the stories uh, and kind of the the memories of, of the people in this industry, because when we do trade shows and Go to stores and go to farms just like we hear so many good stories and meet so many great people that you know maybe don't get the promotion in the universe that they should be getting you know for most sure. of the stuff we see on tv and on the internet is like bad and you know uh terrible things so we need need more promotion of people that are doing good work uh god's work uh, on for the sure so um Getting back into sales, I um, I thought you guys were being sold all online, but it looks like you're in a bunch of stores in California, uh, but also Texas and Washington. How did you get onto those shelves?
1: So I mentioned prior to 2019. So for 2015, I'd say by 16 or 17. And you also mentioned, I think, um, investors and stuff as well. Um, i was saying in our first few years, we at least two or three times I picked up and and work page by page through Shark Tank application, um, you know. And from what I've learned, and I even got to meet some people that would help push the application through, um, would have a value of close to eight million dollars to get on Shark Tank. And I feel like this is a Shark Tank novel idea. It's we patented, so it's a not you know it, it's it's ours. It's licensed. It doesn't exist. Has tremendous benefits, you know, to plants, curbing weather extreme, keeping pests off, in a single product, and so forth. And then all the other products that we've got. The Ivory Gangs brand, just to quickly share with you, rests on four principles, which is being innovative, organic, effective, and USA made. Um, And when it comes to investors, again, it's only in those first few years that we considered it. Um, But at this point, it's not needed. We know exactly what we're doing. Um, Within the first year or two, we interviewed the first distributor that immediately took us on. As soon as the second distributor, the second biggest one in the country, heard about the first one. They quickly took us on too. Um, and then from there we're picking up about two to 300 stores every year, um, including all of the South Home Depot stores, Southern United States. And I think, I don't know if it's two, three, four hundred more stores. And then plus the sales team that, you know, is was monitoring to make sure that shelf space remains ours indefinitely. Um, and what happened was through the distributorship is we just started losing, um, the value of the MSRP. There were people jumping online and then competing with the stores um, to the point that they were simply taking the wholesale price and adding a nickel to it. Um, And then just driving the value down, basically handicapping all of the brick and mortar stores across the country. And it just wasn't right. And so we basically, for six months, were writing letters to all the people that were buying it, trying to get them all to stick to MSRP. And at the end of the day, what we did was we pulled the plug on the distributorship. We had to rebuy all of the inventory in the country. Um, and it, it was chaos for just a few months. But again, thanks to the blessings of God and the blessing of our gardening community, we, we reached new heights that were unimaginable without a distributorship. So now we're relying more so on nurseries to reach out to us. We maintain the direct relationship with them. Um, and they can reach us through hybridganics.com. there's a couple of ways to reach out to us by email and, and, and phone number, and, and and then we grow and once we have the relationship, we maintain a relationship with them as they maintain with us, um, and we continue the education. But um, the distributorship was, if we got deeper into it, and keep in mind, I told you I bought all that inventory back in order for us to, to go distributorship free. Um, but had it gotten too big, it probably could have not been affordable to, to make that decision. And so I feel like we were lucky at the time in our company to be able to do it. Um, and I remember still it was April, so it was still the beginning of the season. So even though we went in the hole by May or June, we were at new heights also, um, you know, thanks to the gardening community out there and their support. And again, all of our social media platforms and all of our networks with all of our other social media platforms that You know we you know tell them to share and they do and um and it's simple as that with or without product they they support us and they believe in us and um you know and i think right now on like amazon is one platform that our products can be found we prefer you shop directly with us um but on amazon the only reason i'm mentioning it is there's over a thousand five-star reviews on the ivory organic three-in-one Plant guard which was the first product we introduced um you know to these social media platforms and um and that's all organic and natural you know in regards to those reviews we don't pay for them this is something that's you know third party different platform and and we're happy to share with the gardening community that our our products work and 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 we're proud to stand behind it and we work hard you know to make sure that everybody has an excellent experience using the organic brand products
0: yeah, unfortunately with Amazon, it's like one of those deals. If you're not on Amazon, it it could be a disaster because then, you know, copycats and imitators can, you know, claim that they're you. And we, we've we experienced that as well. Um, Charles, this has really been a, a great interview. Um, I've learned a, a ton more about you and, and the products uh, in general. Um, Where can people uh, learn more about Ivy Organic and and purchase your products? And then you mentioned you're basically on all the social media uh, platforms. Uh, What's your website? For sure.
1: So the website is ivyorganics.com. And the I and the V is, most people see the I and the V as Roman numeral 4, so 4 Organic.
0: That's Um, what I thought it was originally.
1: The background story on it is my daughter's name are Isabel and Victoria. And the goal and the pride behind the company is to have a company that hopefully will last a second and even a third generation and beyond. Something that the planet needs and will hopefully continue to support um, and invest in and grow with. And and again, you're supporting also the quality and the craftsmanship and the licensing and all the, when I say licensing, I'm talking about the organic certifications and there's a lot of effort that goes into the products that we bring. Um, that you otherwise wouldn't find on I would say again about 80 90 percent of the products you'll find on the big box You know store shelf. Um, other places you can learn more about Ivor organics is obviously on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and most recently Threads um, so basically whatever your f- favorite social media platform is um, Check us out there and something else I want to share is within the next 30 days I'll be doing a smart pot Um, demonstration on the ivory Organics YouTube channel so um, be sure to um, subscribe and hit that push bell notification and just to let you know in some of my research and you know and we've got a marketing team as well the number of people that actually subscribe is something close to I'd say about 1% you can simply take a look at our views I think on our channel we've got a little over 20 million views and divided by you basically take the subscribers which we are approaching now 200,000 by the number of views and you'll see that it's only about 1%. Um, and you can do the same thing on the smart pot YouTube channel. You take the number of subscribers and divide it by the views and you'll see that again, it's close to about 1%. Some research will say it can be as high as 14%. um, But the point is it's very low. There's a lot of you right now that are watching and I'm hoping you made it to this latter part of the video. Please take the few seconds it takes to hit the subscribe button. It's free to you. Hit the push bell notification. That way you get reminded of all the lessons as they get published. Um, And then do the same thing for us on the Ivory Organics YouTube channel. By us growing our network, by growing our reach, our value goes up. And it makes a big difference in our lives and the work that we're um, bringing you. And, um, again, I want to thank you so very much, um, Owen, for Um, I mean, Eric Olson for having me here today and being a part of the um, growing revolution and the smart pot products, which are, again, also made in USA for growing plants. Um, the, The quick point I want to make with it is one of the main things with growing plants in container is that you deal with root bound roots and coiled roots that, you know, can affect your overall health and especially when transplanting and moving them to its next home. That's an issue you won't have using the Smart pot, pots, and this is um, that's just a couple of points among many others that I'll be sharing with my next YouTube lesson. I'll be publishing within the next thirty days.
0: Yeah, I definitely am looking forward to uh, seeing what you do with our products there, um, Charles. Again, this has been a fabulous interview, and uh, looking forward to speaking with you. In the future, hopefully, about some more topics, and uh, hopefully, we can meet in person uh, one of these days.
1: I look forward to that. Thank you, Eric.
0: Thank you.